Hello and welcome to another episode of We Love Lucy. I'm Allison Wehrma. I'm Corinne Eckhart. And I'm Molly Lyons. This week we're very excited. We have a very special episode. We'll be discussing Lucy's schedule and we'll have a very special guest, uh, Miss Alicia Etinoff, a very funny, very smart stand-up and writer who's joining us today to talk Lucy. We're so excited she's here. Hey guys. Hey Alicia. Thank you so much for coming to Burbank on this beautiful evening. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so we're going to play a little get to know you real quick so all of all of our lovely viewers can get to know you. So who are you? Who am I? Who are you? Um, I am this pod in this big world. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm this, uh, I'm a stand-up comedian out here in LA. I'm from Maryland um, in this like little town called Columbia outside of Baltimore. And I write, I make jokes, cry a lot. This cool. Is, this is who I am. This is a 2017 woman. Yeah. You have found yourself into the right room, let me tell you. <laughs> it's lots of creativity and lots of emotions, and we can all it's a roller coaster. get behind that and insane. <laughs> um, so we want to talk a little bit about your personal relationship to television and sure. women in comedy on television. Very relevant to our interests. Yeah. Who is the first woman you remember seeing on TV? Whoopi Goldberg. Awesome. Yeah. I used to like watch like she you know, she has like specials and and um the colorful perspective. It's a great movie. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, well I would say Whoopi Goldberg. Excellent. Yeah. And like Raven Simone. Um kind of yeah, actually <laughs> that sort of was a great joke. The that's um, so Raven. Yeah. <laughs> well those that's a great answer. so what shows or characters are most in line with your personal sensibility comedically? Like right now or just yeah. growing up? Um, surprising enough, like uh, Tig Notaro. I have like a yeah. really dark sense of humor. <laughs> so like One Mississippi and like her special specials are like so up my alley. Um, but I also, you know, there's a big part of like Issa Rae in me. I am so awkward. And um, so I guess like I'm, I'm like darkly awkward, you know? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Awkward but not really endearing, you know, just like <laughs> tragically awkward. Uh, like painfully <laughs> awkward. Right. It's my, <laughs> my fragrance. <laughs> I would like to see that perfume commercial. <laughs> okay, so let's get a little bit more Lucy specific. Sure. What is your relationship to I Love Lucy, if at all? Have you, yeah, have no, you I, seen it? Like, yes, I, I would not say that I've watched every episode, that, and like every episode in all six seasons, but I, um, it was like a show that my mom watched growing up, and so um, I think it's a great show. Uh, it's funny because like I was... Uh, like reading up on like what was happening in the fifties, and I was like, oh, like I remember like one like not knowing what the jokes meant, but they're like so you know they were funny before, but like now they're even funnier, you know. Right. So it's, I want to rediscover it as an adult because I haven't watched it in a long time, but um, I was pretty familiar with it. Next question. Oh, um, are you a Fred, Lucy, Ethel, or Ricky? Ooh, he asked the tough question. <laughs> oh, that really is a good question. Um, I'm kind of an Ethel. But like kind of a loose can I be both? Yeah, I mean we're we're all both. <laughs> yeah, totally. Hybrids. Um, yeah. yeah, I totally feel like I'm no, but then I get uh, I'm gonna say yeah, like a loose and an ethel. Okay. I'll yeah. just stick with that. I yeah. think it's the best of both. I relate worlds. to both of yeah. like. yeah. Like Hannah Montana. This <laughs> 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 yeah, is totally. the band. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. We have another question, another few. So if you had to 
describe, pick a few words to describe how women are being depicted today on television, mm. what would be the ones that come to mind first? Just, like, keywords? Yeah, or, like, how would you say, generally, like, how how do women seem on television? What like do now. What do we see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'll give you another question to, like, maybe, because it was a big question to focus on a little bit. Um, you them one at a time. <laughs> it, like, time. based the things you would think about how women are on TV now, sure. how are they like or not like the way that we see Lucy on TV? I would say if we want to just keep in the comedy realm, I think that how they're similar um, is that we're... S- mm. I think that... I don't... Okay, I don't want to say that like women are not depicted as super smart um, right now, but I, th- I think that our naivete as women is still being... like is still like a... Like uses comic relief, right? Mm. Like in Blackish, which is one of my favorite comedies, which I think is like phenomenally written. But Rainbow's idealism, in some ways, and like naivete to what being woke is, right? Like mm. that's still comic relief in the same way that like they, I think they would use that with Lucy in the in the show, like the arguably. way that shows are like mansplaining to the women on the yeah, show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think we do a better job of acknowledging that mansplaining is a thing. But I would say that like yeah, that like us being a woman is still like. You know, kind of like, ooh, you know, I don't know. I heard a thing on the radio today in reference to Mary Tyler Moore that I think is like really sounds in line to what you were saying, but it was an interview with Rachel Bloom, and they asked Rachel Bloom, like, what was her her impression of Mary Tyler Moore and why was she important to her? And she said that the thing that was so radical about Mary Tyler Moore, which was that she was an ingenue who was making the jokes. Like, she wasn't the butt of the joke. She wasn't the straight man. Like, she was an ingenue making jokes. And so, like you're saying, like, a lot of time it's just the ingenue who's, like, they're bouncing jokes against them. Yeah. (laughs) Rather than, like, letting them be actively telling jokes. Right. But I think what's great is that, like, what's, like, I think that there is great, like, female characters in TV right now. But it's interesting, like, watching newer writers. Like, I went to a showcase recently and, like, even though it was great, it was like a it was a diversity showcase, and it was very it was a great show. But still, was like the men were the ones that like did the things, you know, and the mm. women were still the ones that are like, "Ooh, I'm I'm here, and I'm trying to be sexy so you can save me." And I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> we're still doing that." <laughs> oh, um, which is like also shows like how important like representation is, and like, right. you know, because then if there's someone like Rachel Bloom um, or Issa Rae, like those are people who are gonna make sure that you're represented better, right? More yeah. So I would say, yeah, and, and but also they're I think they're also depicted as career women now. That's something that has changed. Thanks, Mary Taylor Moore. Yeah, yeah we miss you. Seriously, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we talk a lot about how Lucy was a career woman behind the scenes, and then like could only mm. be a wife on camera. Wow, that's inc- that's profound. That's so true. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it's really it's, it's kind of what the heart of the show is is Lucy wants to be a performer she wants to be mm-hmm. on stage but Ricky doesn't let her like she wants to be a career woman at heart or she wants to put herself out there but absolutely men are holding her back yeah yeah it's true and but so the, the irony though of that yeah. though that she's literally working but yeah. she cannot show like but she's not a working right. woman on screen but she's a working woman in general so that's interesting that's very interesting yeah or in her personal life yeah it's really it's really weird she was the first woman to own her own production company. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And now, isn't mm-hmm. it like half the motion picture studios are run by women? What? what do you wish you saw more of in terms of women on TV or less of? You kind of already yeah, touched yeah. on less of, like less ingenue behavior. Absolutely. What else? <laughs> what do you want to see? Yeah. More ladies. More ladies. More yeah. Ladies. No, seriously. For, yeah. 
but you know, I would love, I would love to see, especially like especially being a woman of color, I would love to see characters of color that's not about their color. Mm-hmm. Like if we had a speechless that had um, a, a family of color, I think that would be so exciting to see because like in Crazy Like Mini Driver, she's a woman of color, but I, I think it would be great to see like, I think shows like Blackish are very important, but and shows like Insecure are very important, but I think it, it would be it would be equally interesting. I think to 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 have a girls that had you know I don't know I just feel like it would be cool if they were just very like can I say like a, a uh, an Indian vet somewhere you know, yeah you know and like Mindy I think is a, is is such a a great character but I just want to see more where it's just not about their color mm-hmm. right totally. yeah I would love to see more of that yeah which I think we're in the right direction sure. um for sure but yeah. Completely agree. Agreed. And then... Uh, yeah, ask the fun question. <laughs> this, I get the fun one. <laughs> what is your modern pitch for an I Love Lucy reboot? Like the character like episode, I Love yeah. Lucy Ooh. today, yeah. what would she be doing? This is our favorite case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is such a great question. Um, hmm. Lucy, a Lucy reboot. She would be like a, like a famous she'd be single and Ricky would be like her assistant or something like <laughs> I love yes. it yeah and like yeah <laughs> yep yep and then Ethel would be her like grumpy manager or something I would watch a show yeah I would be like, and it, it, that, it wouldn't be like a musical comedy but like Kind of like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board. Exactly. <laughs> I love uh-huh. And Ricky keeps yeah. trying to get in the show. Yeah, I, yes. that's it. I love that. Yes. Exactly. He's not allowed. Yeah. And get me my coffee. Like a forbidden romance. Yes. I love that. Because love also, that. like in real life, Ricky was much younger than, or Desi was much long, younger than Lucille Ball was. Really? Yeah. Six years younger. Ooh. I did not know Cougar that. Town. <laughs> <laughs> She's our hero in like every respect. <laughs> she, she is. <laughs> I love it. Um, let's get into the episode. Should we dive in? Yeah, let's do it. We're talking about Lucy's schedule. Lucy's schedule. Schedule. There are some weird accents in this episode, too, so I'm glad we started with that. <laughs> the very pop is vaguely British. Mr. and Mrs. Alvin and Phoebe Littlefield. Is that like a the transatlantic attic accent? It's like, oh, the mid-Atlantic. Oh, ah, I want one. I want one. Catherine Hepburn. Fancy. How do you <laughs> obtain an accent? I don't know. My best friend is a speech pathologist. Shout out to Susie. Do you think she could teach me? I'd be like, Probably. my fair lady, but. <laughs> you need like a dialect coach. <laughs> yeah. Every life. podcast needs a dialect coach. Ooh. I think that it should be a rule. Let's create jobs. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Job creation. Job creation in America. Yes. 2017. Dialect coaches. <laughs> Podcast dialect coaches. That's the most, like, 20s. It's very niche. So this episode aired May 26th, 1952. After Lucy causes them to be late for dinner with Ricky's new boss, he puts her on a tight schedule. Mm. Yes. Um, but, okay, so they're going to the movies. Ricky's waiting. Mm-hmm. And... Lucy was kept. She kept saying, "Just a minute, dear. Just a minute, mm-hmm. dear." She was sitting there, and I thought she was all dressed. She looked amazing. I wrote that down too. I, mean, yeah. I thought she was ready. <laughs> like, her, her dressing, dressing gown. gown is yeah. better than anything I own. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> no. oh. I, I was. I was like, I would wear that out. Like, yeah, me too. Right. Yeah. 
all the dresses he pulled out of the closet, I was like, downgrade. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> then I thought it was interesting that like one of the dresses, she said was like she would never wear that, right? Or she said it was too tight. Yeah. But then like the dress that she had on later in the episode was like lace. But there was like a over. It was like very like I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't understand her logic. But no. Maybe she yeah. didn't eat a lot of popcorn and she just needed to oh, save maybe. room. <laughs> I wrote down, he said, too tight. I wish there was a way for the writers to see what girls wear to the movies now. <laughs> <laughs> like my yoga pants. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, too, is like, I mean, back then people would dress up for everything. everything. Yeah. They took a shower every day. Man, <laughs> what is what that is about? That? <laughs> no, they were in the tub. We learned right. that Ethel was in the tub. <laughs> Did they shave their legs back then? Yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, I wasn't there. So sure. I don't know. I just guessed. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like a straight razor. Oh, dear. That's alarming. <laughs> I can't even shave my legs with, like, a safety razor now without bleeding. <laughs> oh, no. Things to know, you guys, about Alex. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, so, wait. Speaking of prepping to go yeah. out, Ricky's hair. How long does it take to do that? Because it looks like there's some like serious work, work happening. Yep. Like, there is some gel or some kind of product. Pomade. Yeah, um, I want to see him it. getting ready to go. Me and, like, too. him putting on his shoulder pads, because, like, that suit was ridiculous. <laughs> that ain't natural. <laughs> yeah. They all have them, too. His pants are always so baggy. I'm like, why is he wearing wide legged blazers? <laughs> I don't know. He just he gets by on his face. Like, yeah, clearly no like, one's <laughs> looking at his body. <laughs> I wish they said the same about me. <laughs> And Ethel's coat. Can we talk about Ethel's outfit? Oh, it was like weirdly like not really buttoned up here, but I guess like that was for the ease of like the reveal. Yeah. But they were like, Lucy was like, "You look so beautiful." Oh, yeah. And I was like, "She's wearing a coat." Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I guess. But it's a also, nice coat. her like her undergarment, her like dressing gown was like bananas sexy. <laughs> yeah, was. What was that? <laughs> it looked like I don't know, like seduce me outfit. It did. Yeah. 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 Yep. A little Little House Here's on the Prairie that. seduced me. It seemed yeah, like yeah. a lot of bloomers. I mean, it's the 50s. Yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was date my... night for them. <laughs> date. Yeah. I once gave my number to a guy in a bar who was working there because I said he looked like sexy Little House on the Prairie. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> I was so drunk. Sir, if you're <laughs> listening. It's like a hot version of like a guy on Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> what does that mean? Like on the receipt. He never called. Oh. Wait, what does that mean? That's Did he, like, have a, a he beard? He had, like, suspenders yeah, with a beard and, like, a hat. So he was a yeah. hipster. He was a, <laughs> he was a pilgrim. <laughs> I was drunk, and I was like, he's, like, my little house on the prairie fantasy. And, like, that was just, like, my mentality at that time. He never called. If he's listening, <laughs> misconnections right here. Uh, but, okay, so the movie that they're going to go see is High Noon with Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyone know anything about that movie? I did read... <laughs> That. Friends good for facts. <laughs> <laughs> She's no Sean Spicer, guys. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, shots fired. Sean, come at me. I will take you. <laughs> Let's be clear. Um, okay, so um, I did read that when the episode came out, the movie hadn't yet come out. The movie came out two months after the episode aired. Yeah, really? Which is so weird, right? Well, and they did that a bunch, actually, where they would partner with like upcoming movies like William Holden and John Wayne both were guests on the show at some point, and they both were like they plugged the movie that they had coming out. Ah, so it so. existed back then too. Ew, yeah, early plugs. Wasn't right? so pure. That's so crazy. I didn't know that. Mm. Um, but okay. Is... Oh, um, 
Yeah, so when Ricky's going in the closet to take the dresses, he picks just, like, the first one. Like, not even from the random. Like, he just picks the first one, and then he picks the second one, and then he picks the third one. Like, he's not even trying. Well, that's, like, what my dad does. Like, about when my mom picks out stuff, he's like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. And she's just like, okay, that's not helpful. Like, <laughs> generalization. Actually help me. Yeah. <laughs> Men don't know things. No. You can cut that out. I mean, except We're for Tom Ford. I'm leaving. No sense of aesthetics. <laughs> Tom Ford could get it. <laughs> we talked about Tom Ford a lot, actually. Put him on the bingo board. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and then, so, Lucy's still finishing up getting ready, right. and then Fred comes upstairs. Well, yeah. And Fred and Ricky are chatting, and Fred tells him he's not firm enough. And what? what was interesting about him saying that is that he kept on pun- punched his fist, like, so aggressively when he was, is that, right? Like, that's the yeah. Oh, yeah, and I was like, oh, gosh, like, that's. It just, like, also just shows how, like, aggre- like masculinity and, like, aggression were, like, hand in hand, you know, but, yeah. Totally. I mean, well, Fred once gave his, Fred is the one who told Ricky to give his wife roofies, basically, to calm her down. He did. In a previous episode. He said he did it all the time. Yeah. To Fred his wife. Mickey's, which is, like, a, like a sleeping pill, basically. He said oh, he gives Ethel Mickey's all the time when she's acting crazy. I slip her a Mickey. Yeah. We filed it under <laughs> things you wouldn't see on TV today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and then Ricky again has another silly um, misspeak. He says the butt, he says bus. Boss and bus. Boss and bus. Oh, yes. And I was like, you knew what he meant, Fred. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, well, is this his first time saying boss ever? Also, that's the thing, too. I'm like, come on. It just yeah. felt like Fred's a jerk. I'll say it. True. <laughs> I don't understand why they hang out so much. <laughs> well, because of close proximity, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no other option. Like, right? Friends in your dorm. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Friends of convenience. <laughs> um, my question for this segment, and I know it ruins the whole conceit of the episode, but like the whole thing about like we put the clocks forward and we put the clocks back, which is like daylight savings, which I still don't understand. But why isn't Ricky wearing a watch? <laughs> Yeah. Why is that the only oh. clock that they have in their I family? That's, yeah. I, for the, I wonder if it's a convenience of the episode right. thing. Yeah. Or is it a money thing? Mm. Could be. Sometimes it feels like they, yeah, they just make the dumb choice in order to make the story work. Yep. Yeah, even like the boss bus thing, I wonder if like that was like the staff writers who like finally got there. Like, but no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I just I got I like, a joke. I got a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, the They're like, eh, put it in. <laughs> <laughs> Another joke about Ricky's accent. Sure, they eat it up. <laughs> they love that shit. <laughs> they really do, though. It's it's yeah. funny on this show to hear the laugh track. Like the things that people howl at, mm-hmm. you're like, really? That's the one. <laughs> That's like, okay. Yeah. Um, and it was real. It was 100 percent real. They're not. They're not adding laughs anywhere. They're all dead now. <laughs> no. They are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That took such a turn. They're all dead now. They are. May they rest in peace. Right. I'm Mary oh Tyler Moore. Um, oh. Anyway. Um, so they go to the movie. We see <laughs> yeah, but we don't see it. No, we <laughs> don't. I just do we hold open. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I actually wrote that because this was an episode where I was trying to figure out exactly what the format is. Right. Mm-hmm. So I did, I, this is the, the end of my, this is my cold open. And then act one starts with uh, this, basically them doing the same thing. Right, again. exactly. <laughs> Only yeah. 
It's the next night, we assume. Yes. Yeah. Like setting up the theme and mm-hmm. the movie part of it. The, she set the clock back, mm-hmm. and they are late, and um, we meet Alvin and Phoebe Littlefield. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alvin is played by Gail Gordon, who was an actor on My Favorite Husband, which is the radio show that preceded I Love Lucy. Oh, okay. um, and he was a front runner for Fred Mertz. He was too nice. Isn't that weird? That would have been really different. Totally. They're totally different types of dudes. Bodies. We're very obsessed with Fred's like bowling ball shaped or bowling pin pin shaped body. Yeah, because he like comes to a point at the bottom. But it's also you could blame the suit. If ever there was a time that we approved of body shaming, apparently it's, it's for Fred Mertz. <laughs> we draw Otherwise, the we, line. We yeah. do not. We do not support body shaming. And so, Mr. Littlefield, he owns the club. Yes. Yeah, yes. he just bought it. Okay. Casual, and it's yep. still the Copa. No, it's the Tropicana. Tropicana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've been trying to track as we've been watching the kind of little glimpses that we get of what Ricky's career trajectory is. Right. So, and I think it was the pilot, he's extended at the Tropicana. Uh-huh. But now he's up for a promotion to be manager of the Tropicana. So right. he's going to be the manager and band leader? Like, is he still on, is he still the creative? Yeah, that's what, is he thing. performing? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I've never addressed that. Mm-mm. Is no. it like a showrunner kind of thing? What is this, what does this position entail? <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> this thickly stuffed pork chops. It was like yeah. a weird, I was like, is it stuffed this way? I was like really trying to figure out, like, well, I've never seen a stuffed pork chop. I was like, I feel like it should be like What that. goes in it? I don't know. Stuffing? <laughs> but I will say, like, when he's talking about potatoes with cheese and butter, I was like, you got my attention. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when Lucy repeated it, I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I thought it was so awkward, you know, we're watching Alvin and Phoebe Littlefield wait for the Ricardos for dinner, and yeah. the conversation just felt really strange, and they're talking about the wax fruit, which comes into play later, but I'm like, why do we care about the wax fruit? Oh, it yes. just felt like such a weird little... Yeah. I will say I agree. Um, I think wax fruit is gross. <laughs> you know what I'm not getting you for bringing it there, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jackie and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> the way that, like, he, Mr. Littlefield puts the, the plate of wax fruit, like, randomly on, like, a random table. It looked, like, looked so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you guys are supposed to be these, like, bougie people who want everything in place. And it's like, you kind of just stick it there. But I guess, like, that was for the convenience, too, of, like, blocking. Grabbing it back. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Men have no aesthetics. Right. <laughs> so, um, Phoebe Littlefield is played by Edith Miser. And she'll return in episode 35 of this first season, but we won't cover it because it's, it's not available. It'll mm-hmm. be a secret episode. Um, yeah. Um, but the other thing I wrote down about her bio, besides being a performer, is she wrote for the Sherlock Holmes radio series. Ooh, Lady Writer. Fancy. I love Ladies that. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's again with the like whole believability thing like why would they have called you know if your guests are running an hour late or why don't you call and tell someone you're running an hour late you know right I thought about that but I I wonder like if they I was like maybe they didn't call when they were leaving because they didn't want to make it known that they were going to be so late like maybe because then they they would say maybe don't bother right yeah maybe but then it's just rude to show up almost an hour late I don't know know. I'm perpetually late me too you were early no, today, though. Yeah, you were See, early. That, I was so impressed. I, because I got out early, and then I came straight here, and it happened to only be, like, three minutes away. But I was like, I'm going to be late 
crap, you know, but it worked out. No, you nailed it. I haven't been on time in, like, weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody needs to get you to make a schedule because you are nailing it. Thank you. You don't have to have some random man come in and say, let's talk about your days. Like on a poster board. (laughs) Cool homework assignment. Uh, Like, even a day planner would have been better. Why does it have to be like... So then Ricky is so mad because he thinks his promotion's in jeopardy. Yeah. And so he goes home and... Well, first, Lucy eats all the mints. Oh, yeah, Lucy eats all the mints. The physical comedy in that scene was superb. Jeez, all those mints of chomping. I was like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. (laughs) She's very good at physical comedy. She's just so good, I know. And the wax. I thought it was interesting the way they all had to, like, like, take it out of her mouth. What is happening? Team effort. (laughs) She looks like a a luau pig. I, I... Thought it was it would be like biting into a candle, right? Because candles are made of wax, oh, so that's like yeah. in my head. Let's go to Pier One Imports and no, find out. <laughs> what a fun field trip! <laughs> that just sounds like a regular Saturday. <laughs> also, we talk about the fact that like wax fruit is a horrible wedding gift. What? Mm. <laughs> is that all they got? It was her, and it was like their parents. It was like they did not approve of that match at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. They're like, I hope this fails. <laughs> Enjoy the wax fruit. Oh, yeah. So uh, Ricky makes a schedule, and he's asking her all these questions, and one of them is, how long does it take you in the bathtub? And Lucy says, to do what? (laughs) It's like, okay, um, I mean, in the modern – in a modern version, like, that would have been – uh, like a, a euphemism yes well, for sure yeah i feel like there was a moment he was like i'll give you this i'll give you 10 minutes for this i'll give you 15 minutes for that and she's like i'm gonna need more than 15 minutes for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I t- like these are so dirty right yeah they're dirty <laughs> yeah they're trying to put our minds in the 50s like what else could they need yeah people still had genitalia in the 50s like they people still make sex then <laughs> in separate beds but sometimes <laughs> in two twin beds I mean what's it yeah like she likes long baths like what's the other explanation did they have shower heads back then? <laughs> oh. but it definitely felt suggestive and not just like you drank a long time right you know um, but also this just made me think of the quiz show episode too mm-hmm. where Ricky's trying to budget like have her budget her money oh and they did a callback yeah I feel like yeah. it's kind of a callback to that which is Yeah, I feel like the first time we've kind of seen that. It's interesting to if we're thinking about this episode in the context of the quiz show, a similar thing kind of happens because in that episode, like the same thing kind of happens where she tries to take back her power. Where Ricky is like, I'm trying to control how much money you spend, and so she goes and tries to like win a huge cash prize Mm -hmm. so that she can take back her agency over her money. And this kind of happens where she tries to like sort of hijack the whole schedule system so that like she can take her time back. Right. So that's kind of empowering. I, yeah. And this episode feels like she, they're pretty successful. So Lucy's subtweeting Ricky with the schedule thing because she's, like, giving him a frozen egg. Oh, and, like, funny. you know what I mean? Like, no time, no time. Like, it's her just excuse for totally. everything now. Yeah, no time for a kiss. No, yeah. yeah. That co- iced coffee popsicle? Why isn't there a food truck that has that right now? <laughs> it looked really good. It did look good. Yeah. <laughs> There's a – so I found a close-up image of that schedule board. So this is what Lucy does. Yeah. Shower and dress, Mm. make breakfast, wash dishes, make beds and clean. Note that it's beds, plural. Two twins. Laundry, (laughs) fix nails and market. And the market? And laundry. (laughs) She fixes the market? She fixes nails and goes to the market. 
Oh, I thought she was like a trader. <laughs> <laughs> she calls the floor. She makes some <laughs> trades. Um, All before lunch. lunch. <laughs> phone, phone calls. calls. I don't take nap and do hair. Did she not already have hair? <laughs> and then after take nap, also daily naps though, totally that's in support amazing. of that. Yes, sure. um, can I just call out that's no. 123 minutes is that take nap area. Take nap and do hair, 123 <laughs> minutes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's two hours and three minutes. Anyway. Oh uh, Weirdly specific, at 123 minutes. Right. I, yeah, someone else did the math. Cook dinner. And then it's cocktails and dinner. Well, at least they're having cocktails. Oh, nice. yeah. Cool. Dishes. Watch TV. That's a good call, but yeah. Dress for bed. For bed. What would your schedule be now? What would you have to budget time for? Like, if you if you had a schedule, sleeping, like, like the ideal schedule, or like, <laughs> or like the actual. Yeah, if you schedule. had to only do the things on this list. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. No, I want to hear the ideal schedule. That sounds like way more fun ever. See, I was like, it's funny. I was actually thinking about that today. Of like, if I was a perfect person, like, what would I do? I decided I would wake up. And I would work out. Yeah. I would not immediately go back to sleep. <laughs> I would try to write something for another hour. I would pray about stuff. And then I'd take a shower. And then I'd cook for myself. I'd go to work. I'd do stand-up. And I'd do it all again. Yeah. I, I, that will never happen, you know? <laughs> I will immediately go back to sleep if I work out. Right. I'm just like, I've given up. Ooh, I have a question. For yes, Molly. all the ladies. Yes, go Molly. If you had to make breakfast for somebody. Yes. Like you're getting up in the morning and there's someone in your house who might be hungry. What breakfast do you make this person? Am I the person who's hungry? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, like always, but but like if you were trying to I don't know, show off for someone, what would be the breakfast mm. you make? Show off. How who is he and how did he get there? <laughs> These are all questions, questions. for y'all to answer. <laughs> I was in journalism school for two years. I know how to ask the big questions. I was in your book camp. I get it. <laughs> I can write a caption like the best of them. <laughs> Layouts are my jam. <laughs> I don't know that I could do it. I'd be, it'd be like hard boiled eggs. <laughs> she was just like hand hands two eggs. And like, like a salt or not peeled. <laughs> like a salt and pepper packet. To go like not it. peeled, definitely. <laughs> and also like eat it on the bus on the way home. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it though. I've done that too. If it was okay, if it was someone from the East Coast where I'm from, so I was like trying to impress them, I would make them more. Wait, do you only impress people from the East I Coast? I do because I can okay. put myself in Los Angeles. <laughs> In Los Angeles, I'm making like a gluten-free paleo banana nut muffin. Hello. <laughs> not a banana. <laughs> but if it was someone from the West Coast, I would make them muffins and a smoothie because you have a smoothie every morning. And yeah. I've been making egg muffins also. If it was from the East Coast, I'd make them pancakes. And um, if it was a real person, yeah, I would, yeah. I'd make them like. From the Midwest? <laughs> that's like, Allie. I like to learn how to make like cottage cheese or something. <laughs> I would really, I'd really want to do something real. <laughs> I slaved all morning on the farm to make you this breakfast. Bells and whistles for the Midwest. For sure. That's where our food comes from, I think. I don't know. <laughs> also, I thought about this too. Is Lucy the original meal planner? Because she made breakfast the night before. That is a great point. Like, did she make overnight oats? Like, you know? <laughs> She's got yeah. mason jars mason for days. Jar. Like, she Pinterested the shit out of it. Yeah. Well, she also this. loves Pinterest and sends recipes all the time. You I know she does. Yeah. yeah. My question was a Tupperware question, where it's like, they just had an egg. Like, a straight right. egg. <laughs> like, like, no frills. 
like oh, literally yeah. no packaging. Like she's here is like a, a literal egg. <laughs> so she was like salty, and I wondered like yeah, like how did they keep things? Was there lots of salt involved back then? Maybe. Yeah, because like, like salty, like preservative. Yeah, style. right. Like, keep yeah. It, yeah. Oh, so one of the things I I noticed that I thought was kind of dumb was just <laughs> they kept saying we put her on a time schedule. And I was like, that's the most redundant phrase I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. Like, and what was the other one? We wives have been planning for years. I'm like, are there meetings? Like, how does this work? <laughs> this conversation with Ricky and uh, Mr. Littlefield was like the eye-rolling moment. And also, how professional is it to take meetings in your house when you're wearing your robe? <laughs> that's a <fair> point. <laughs> but when it looks like that robe, I mean, who's complaining? They have aggressive print. They have such good dressing outfits. Like we all need to have a dressing outfit. I'm I'm in. (laughs) Let's all level up on our robe game. So so what were Mr. Littlefield and Ricky talking about? Mr. Littlefield saying like I can't put you in charge of my club because you can't even run your house. And then Ricky was like, as soon as we got home, I laid down the law. And it's like fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Like you're not in charge. You like should have asked your wife to like be better at timing. So what's interesting is that, like, that's not such an outdated uh, principle, right? I mean, because, like, yeah. that's why, like, that's why they say presidents have to have, like, why? Like, I mean, yeah. because, like, they say, like, it's hard to trust a president who doesn't have a together home life. Yeah. Like, and, like, that sounds so, like, it sounds so, it, you'd hope that, that things have changed, but it hasn't really changed that much. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Completely. Yeah. I was thinking about the politics, how it's the same now, but kind of in reverse, where we're, like, in this past election, there was all these conversations about, like, should we punish someone for the actions of their spouse? Right. And that in that in the modern context, we were talking about a woman, and we're like, should we implicate her in the activities of her husband? But basically what's happening in this episode is that Ricky's being punished for the behavior of his it's wife. True, yeah. So it's, it's interesting that it's, like, kind of the same problem, but I don't know if it would have been, if it would have happened in the reverse back then mm-hmm. in terms of, like, people blaming Lucy if Ricky strayed right or mm. whatever yeah I, I mean the those kinds of representations still happen like yeah. every time there's a cheating incident for the most part on tv it's like a every, both parties take the blame whereas like one person cheated and the other person was just like maybe not great at being married but that's yeah. not the same the interesting thing is like when a woman cheats though do they blame the man you know, and, and like, or, yeah. or, or, no, when a woman cheats, like, do they, like, do, is the man expected to take full, res- to take half of the responsibility? It's kind of like, no, she, I don't know, I just feel like they're, it's, it's lopsided. Yeah. yeah. Totally. If a man cheats, it's like, they're expected to both, like, she's expected to, like, support her husband, but on the other side, it's like, she's just, like, the whore, which is, like, I feel like that still happens. Yeah. Like the- yeah. This conceit that he's up for a promotion and something goes wrong, it's more of like a traditional sitcom setup than we typically see on the show. Because most of the time it's like Lucy wants to be on TV or like Lucy's like meddling in other people's lives and it leads to a lot of like physical comedy. This time it's like Ricky's up for a job. That seems like a really normal traditional sitcom scenario. Yeah. Also, I think this is the first time we've had three women in one story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one room too long. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ladies conspiring. <laughs> they, the train seals of the world uniting. Uh, one so of the good. things that I thought was funny was that all the men were like, Ricky, you put her on a schedule. Like, like he invented calendars. <laughs> 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 like, that's the thing. I'm like, in this 
episode they are redefining time <laughs> in so many different ways. Because Lucy adds an extra, extra hour, hour to yeah. the calendar, and then she pulls, you know, she pulls this thing back, and like Ricky's put his wife on a schedule. Like, right. If we all had an extra hour every day, mm-hmm. what would we do? Sleep. Sleep. Oh wow! So the guys come; they, they come over, and Lucy has this plan, and her plan is basically to rush everyone through everything. So as soon as like Phoebe and Alvin show up, she like sits them down. She asks them what's going on. She cuts them off. She funny. yeah, she's like running around. Well, because Mrs. Littlefield comes over. Yeah. Basically, like because she doesn't give the full. Like this is another example of like there are two different things kind of going on where Ricky has a different idea than Lucy because Ricky is like. The dinner needs to go well so I can be manager. And then Lucy's like, this dinner needs to not go well so I can't, so I and other women cannot be scheduled anymore. Um, because she has, like, all the women in the world, like, waiting for her to save them. Well, well like, the club. are high in it. They are, they are high. <laughs> yeah. The meeting of wives has decreed that they need to have, this is like their own little women's march. Like, they are just like, this yeah. is the resistance, and I'm very proud to have watched it. I thought it was interesting like, Miss Littlefield called, she says, you Benedict Arnold. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, reference. I looked up, because, like, I, had, I didn't know what that meant, and, it, and Benedict Arnold is, like, trader or tried to hand over the American fort at West Point to British officers for, like, 20 euros. <laughs> what? exchange rate. Yeah, yeah. he was in debt. 20 and then, euros. And then, he, like, so the, and then he also, like, wore position in the British Army, and then it got intercepted, and then they tried to, like, find him, and then it didn't happen. But the point is, like, he was considered a traitor. So, like, she was like, you, Benedict Arnold means, like, you traitor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Phoebe's, like, opening line to them is, Mrs. Ricardo, what are you trying to do to the wives of America? But Lucy's di- dress for dinner is pretty much everything. Yeah. yeah. The black lace. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, really rocking a race. Day, but like in the time, it's such a good sequence, though. But like you know, mm-hmm. the ladies had it planned. Yeah, which is awesome. The chore- choreography was tight. Like it was just like they had rehearsed. The girls were <laughs> ready. <laughs> the soup comes out. Uh, the soup goes in. My favorite was Fred with the soup split pea. He like, and then he found <laughs> someone. <laughs> He was so cute, honestly. I mean, I know he's, like, bad sometimes, but he was really cute then. <laughs> well, next to Mr. Littlefield, he seems kind of endearing, because Mr. Littlefield's yes. kind of the worst. Because <laughs> that actor ended up playing Fred, and they would, he would have been even less likable. Yeah. I think. yeah. Totally. Yeah, Fred has his moments, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I think it's, like, a power dynamic, where, like, that guy just seems like he looks down on everybody. It would get really old to watch it's the, height. the condescending thing. Oh, He's very tall. He's very tall. Um, <laughs> He's very small. Um, yeah, and but that's interesting too. Is like he's kind of sucks, and now Ricky's going to be working for him. He also doesn't seem like he would have like his vibe. Doesn't feel like he'd have a cool club. <laughs> Like, no, I don't yeah, want to go to a club that that guy's like, this is the proper club. <laughs> like, like no, you've thank gone you. to two others and you couldn't get in. And you're like, mm, like, we're out, so we might as well stay out. So you go to this club. Right, but yeah. not the first. Never the first choice. No. Never. Like, the line's way too long. Um, and then when they take away the salads, they leave a radish, and before Mr. Littlefield can eat it, and Lucy comes over, she, like, eats it, and then she gives him this, like, shady look, like, like what are you trying to do? None for you. 
No Soup for You. The original No Soup for You. Seriously? There are so many Seinfeld parallels. And then we have a baseball sequence. Oh, Ethel. Oh, yeah. Just chucking those biscuits. Honestly, better at sports than I've ever been. I was really digging the Sporty Spice vibes. Like, very strong. (laughs) There was time to plan this whole adventure, though. (laughs) Scheming 4 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. Yeah. (laughs) That was missing on the schedule because she does a lot of that. Hijinks time slot. (laughs) I don't see shenanigans on the schedule today, so we're not doing (laughs) it. And then Mr. Littlefield takes Lucy's side. He says you're being too mean. This is a terrible way to run a house. Oh, and then he made what was the reference he made? He oh, made Simon Legree. Yeah, what is that? The cruel cool slave dealer Whoa. in the novel Uncle Tom's Cabin. Oh. And then he says it later. He says you can't be a, a slave. Something. What? What? Yeah. These, these are, are like these are these like really extreme. <laughs> these Littlefield references. <laughs> it's not missing words. I little... like, read a damn book. I'm gonna insult you and you won't even know about I'm it. I'm nervous for Ricky coming up working for Mr. Littlefield. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Guys, I just I just Googled Simon Legree and it's on something called Villains Wiki. <laughs> <laughs> what? What with Ursula the Sea Witch? Oh my god. Yeah. Hobby abuses his. Okay, this is like terrible. Villains Wiki guys, watch out. I don't like it. <laughs> Deep dark corner. Locking it from my internet. <laughs> and then he gives him the promotion. Yeah. I was laughing because he calls him Mr. Manager, which in Arrested Development, when Michael tells George Michael he can be the manager of the banana stand. And he goes, he keeps being like, yeah, I'm Mr. Manager. And he's like, no, you're you're just a manager. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get crazy. So I feel like this would be the reverse, where Ricky's like, no, I'm just a manager. Not Don't get it manager. twisted. Right. I'm the manager. <laughs> overall, I like this episode because I like the message of it, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, men make you do stuff, well... Throw biscuits at them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they will serve. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. Mess with the food it. supply. <laughs> Game changing. Like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> the surprising part for me was that it's a classic, like, male-female power struggle, relationships, marriage. And, like, Fred is present only to care about the soup. Like, he kind of starts <laughs> it off at the beginning. But he's, like, typically the culprit. And he just, like... Is like, I don't know what's going on. I'm just trying to eat. And, like, he doesn't even care. <laughs> Maybe they had felt like there was too much animosity to Fred on the message boards at the time. And they were trying <laughs> the to, message like, soften <laughs> his perception. They're getting a lot of fan in. letters about Fred. <laughs> a lot of um, mean tweets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the forums were just a, a, a Twitter. So they needed to settle. The newspaper <laughs> op-ed. <laughs> <laughs> There's a board at the market. <laughs> Don't like him. Right. Suggestions box. Outside the writer's room. Usually there's been a breakdown of communication where they just don't tell each other things. They both knew what was going on. Right? We think? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Ricky didn't know that Lucy was going to, like, screw everything up. But as she's doing it, she's, like, convincing him every step of the way. She's like, oh, no time. And he's like, oh, good, okay, we're going to be on time. And then it's like, oh, no, you can't eat. And it's like, wait, what's going on? Do you think, I mean, if she knew that Ricky was up for the promotion and the Littlefields are coming over, do you think that's kind of shitty of her to sabotage it for him? I thought about that. it's, uh, It's hard because, like, it is, I think, a little shitty. But... She kind of picked sisterhood over her husband. Yeah. How do we feel about that? 
I know. I'm excited about that. Me, I think it's, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think, and I wonder, (laughs) (laughs) but like maybe they're savvy enough. Lucy knows that if Phoebe's on board, I think they know it's going to work out for them. Yeah. And that it's like not going to be so terrible that like Phoebe will make sure Alvin doesn't like completely write him off because of, like she's got her sisters in the fold. So because she has other women who have her back, she's more likely to be able to navigate the repercussions and yeah. make sure that nobody really gets that hurt. That's my hope, <laughs> but it's, it's a risk. She's taking a risk. If we're boiling it down, down to that message, though, that's like a pretty great theme of a TV show in 1950. Mm-hmm. It's like always pick your sisters over right. your husband. Like, and it's yourself. Yeah. Pick yourself over. Feminism in 1952. Yeah, I mean, as much as they could be. Right. You know? Right. There are definitely a lot of traces of that show which has been really fun to watch could you see like a modern version of this episode what would it be like is it like ricky made like eye cal alerts for her (laughs) (laughs) her phone just keeps going off like my alarm in the morning and and yours (laughs) i'm trying to think of like if there's a way that like I don't know. I'm trying to find some joke with like calendars and syncing up and like women like syncing their cycles to like get back at men. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I also made the observation that like uh, Ricky, at, he says, give me some coffee. And she says, yes, sir. Oh, yeah. And it made my blood boil a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Because just like, you know, because they just were never, they just weren't equals in, in their marriage, you know, like. He, he, like he couldn't possibly put toast in a toaster, like bread in a toaster, yeah. or like oh, sir. if you don't if you don't bring me my coffee, then like I can't I can't eat or I can't right. drink it. I can't eat. Also, the second time we've seen like a, an intentional like bad dinner scene because yeah, she has done in Cupid the um, one we covered a couple episodes ago, she like has a bad on purpose has like a bad dinner with the grocer. Well, and it's so it sounds like the biggest way to push a man away is to fail at making and being a woman yeah. it's like yeah. so I'm just gonna be terrible at like hosting you and then like I'll you know, get you off my back like cause what else is a woman good for right. <laughs> am I right or am I you guys can't see all the eye rolls happening <laughs> the eye roll emoji is like in full I know we, that's definitely what we use the most probably. it's like visual jokes on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> totally understanding the medium that we <laughs> First of all, Alicia, thank you so much for joining yes, me. Thank for you. Having me. This is awesome. All of the, the Alicia fans out there, and we know there are many, um, we just wanted to let you know where you can find more of Alicia. Yes, you can um, find me on Twitter and Facebook at ACE the Comic, um, and on Instagram with my whole name. It's Alicia, A L E S I A C, at Noth, E T I N O S S. Yay. And we'll Follow be tweeting me. at her on our Twitter so you yes. can find her that way too. Follow yes, her. Um, and do you write for? Yeah, I write for the CNT um, podcast. It's a like satirical, political, feminist um, podcast, and it's third season. And I write this weekly segment called Or Nah. Um, and you can find them um, on SoundCloud, CNT. So next week we're going to be talking. I'd like to just do a quick shout out to Mary Tyler Moore. What a yeah. what a pioneer yeah, for great. women in comedy and television. Absolutely. So thanks. Thanks, Mary, for all that you are and that all that you did. Next yeah. week we're going to be talking about Ricky thinks he's getting bald. <laughs> With the lovely Jess McKenna will be joining us yes. next week. Thank you for listening. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can rate us. You can leave us reviews. You can leave us a one-star review if you want. If you think we can, we can improve in some ways, let us know. Or you can always reach us on all other social media platforms. 
which are We Love Lucy Pod on Twitter. We Love Lucy Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And We Love Lucy Pod at gmail.com. Toodaloo, Lucy.